The road of an entrepreneur is guaranteed to be askew, and there are always big questions to overcome. How are tech founders bootstrapping their way to the top while spending money from their own pockets? How do they scale a startup that is primed for a successful exit, yet still remain profitable? These are the types of questions that this podcast will help answer, and it will shine light onto the livelihood of entrepreneurs, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the dirt in between. My name is Jim Barnish, and welcome to the dirt. Hey, everyone. Wow, what a whirlwind it has been. Uh, We are now 10 episodes in, and we have hit on all of my conversational G-spots, which uh, G for growth, of course. (laughs) And I know I learned a lot as I spoke with incredible thought leaders, clients, partners, and just good all-around humans, um, all of which discuss their own dirt, the good, the bad, and the ugly of being a founder, because this shit is hard. And we're also able to provide some incredible stories about the obstacles that they had to overcome in the dirt. You know, I've, I've done my own reflecting now that we're about 10 episodes in as well and learning how to be a much better host. And I've learned about a lot of things along the way, but really three key themes, much of which has been feedback given by my guests. So thank you for that. And all of which connects to one simple premise, which is loosen up, be yourself, JB. <laughs> you know, that the, there's three kind of things that connect to that, though. One, one is just be human. It's much more relatable than being perfect. Hey, authenticity, vulnerability, relatability. Those are key themes that I'm going to try to display as much as possible moving forward. You know, number two, prepare as if there's a script, but don't script it. Just let the conversation flow organically, but tactfully wrangle guests as appropriate to avoid run-on discussions. And finally, um, as you can probably see here, right, wear your hat and OB t-shirt, whatever makes you comfortable, because it's more about the conversation than it is about exactly what you're wearing right? Um, and the results that you drive aren't about the clothing items that you put on on the podcast. You know, there's certainly a, an etiquette for matching the client when on engagements and calls and meetings that I stress with the team. But, but on this podcast, you know, simply be presentable. And, you know, back to our guests, we had, you know, some incredible content, all of which focused on how to maximize the value of tech businesses, which is what we do at Orchid Black and why it was so great to hear other experts talking about it. And they talked about it in all five growth pillars, right? Strategy, talent, product, revenue, and operations. And, you know, you create a strategy, hire talent to fulfill the strategy, build a product with that talent, drive revenue with that product, and operations kind of facilitates the whole journey, right? From startup to exit. And um, from a strategy perspective, we dug into how strategy is a company's foundation and the first step to maximizing growth, right? It's not revenue, it's strategy. And Mark Parat really hit the nail on the head uh, when he said, founders need to free up their time so that they can focus on strategy. Preach. I mean, it, 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 absolutely. And he, and he went on to talk about how founders can achieve extreme valuation by focusing on their growth and on their exit strategy 
and bringing in the right expertise to facilitate the journey because they don't have to do it alone. So great strategy insights from a, from a talent perspective. We talked about how vital it is to identify and place the right talent in the wrong, in the right place <laughs> to optimize the value of the team and how costly it can be to make the wrong hires. Um, and, and ultimately both in dollars and lost opportunity time, if you're not careful. And my coach, Mike Smith, uh, drop some awesome knowledge on what being a leader means and why every founder should have a coach in the last episode. You know, he talked about uh, how important it is to trust the team, which has been, you know, something that I've had to work on a lot as a founder. And I see a lot of founders that, that need to work on it. Uh, and Juan Betancourt uh, took this a step further as he talked about all of his failures in hiring the wrong people, all his dirt in hiring the wrong people and how they where he and the business were able to overcome all of this to bring in the right talent. And not only that, but how he needed to evolve his own leadership mentality and that he was a part of the problem. Let go. You know, I think, you know, what he astutely said something to the degree of letting go of an executive means trusting your employees. Spot on. And you know, so lots of great talent insights from a, from a product perspective. We talked about a lot. We uh, we discussed product market fit. We discussed understanding and optimizing market position, and customer retention and customer loyalty, uh, and all just being as important as the product itself, if not more important. Um, Bill Bill Letterer uh, really talked a lot about product and product strategy as he navigated several new business opportunities and offerings as, as he evolved from simply a services company to you know, having a true SaaS, a true software element and managed services element to his company, which boosted valuation. Um, Stephen Timmy also talked about how his company went from overspending a ton on product and tech without results um, to being able to get the right product and tech resources in place and established product market fit, um, which is huge. And that's a theme that we see all the time, product market fit, product market fit, product market fit. Uh, from a revenue perspective, we, uh, you know, everyone wants to talk revenue, especially once you've, once you've achieved it. Um, and it is you know, the, the primary driver of, of how you get to initial company value, right? Period, right? Real value comes from being predictable, having predictable revenue, recurring revenue, and Without revenue, you know, the business is 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 a product, right? Um, the business is um, pre-business, if you will. <laughs> and um, Matt Brown did a really awesome job highlighting his journey in overspending on many sales and marketing efforts that I know founders run into a ton that were not generating returns, and how he was able to create a predictable revenue engine and simultaneously decrease customer acquisition cost and churn all along the way of growing, you know, a hundred percent. And that's insane, right? That's, 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 um, that's results we can only dream of, but with the right predictable revenue engine, you can do it. And, you know, finally on operations, we, we went deep into how ops needs to be the powerful backbone of the business and how it's fundamentally expected to have a results-driven organization that's hitting its KPIs when it comes time 
to exit or when it comes time for someone to invest. And Stephen White did an awesome job speaking to how implementing an operating system like EOS can change the game overnight for a company and how paying up for the right expertise can save you a number of headaches down the road. He says, bring on the experts. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, it's, it's been an awesome journey. It's been incredible hearing how our team at Orchid Black was such a big part about, um, you know, being involved and engaged in so many of these clients that have seen such great results and how our team has been part of that journey and, and helped so many founders. Um, but also it was really just awesome to hear founders who expressed their dirt, talked about, uh, you know, this isn't easy. This is a journey. This is not a yellow brick road. Um, talked about their good, but mostly they're bad and they're ugly uh, because that's the stuff that people just don't seem to talk enough about. And um, it was just a really fun uh, first 10 episodes. So obviously a lot to a lot to unpack. Uh, I encourage all of you to go back and listen to them, um, especially, you know, episodes four through 10 that focus the guests that I mentioned. And um, I look forward to delivering awesome guests and awesome content for you guys in the future um, and have learned a lot on this journey. But I guess it's kind of time for my own founder five just to simply keep tradition. So, so here we go. Uh, top metrics that I'm relentlessly focused on are, it really it comes down to successful exits for our clients, as that means that they win, obviously, um, and and we win because a large part of our compensation is in equity position or upside of our clients winning, um, which is part of what makes us special. Uh, Top tip for growth stage founders. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I think adopt a growth focused mentality and learn to trust the team. It's okay that you don't have it all figured out. It really is. Um, and if you do, you shouldn't need to do it alone. You shouldn't feel the need to execute on that alone. And you won't by being an individual contributor, you won't be able to grow. Um, and or at least not to a point beyond a couple million. And ultimately, um, things might not get done as well as you like, but eventually with the right people and the, the right stuff, the right ingredients around you, um, it'll grow better than if you had done it yourself over time. And um, okay, so yeah, I think that's, that's, that, that, that's the answer. <laughs> wow, this is harder than I, than I realized. Um, so, uh, three, I think favorite book or podcast that's helped me to grow would be an old classic that I read every year by Dale Carnegie called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, so many business books were birthed out of that book. Um, in fact, so many business books are are birthed out of probably 20 or 30 books that have been around a very long time. Uh, so it's always, it's always good to connect to the basics. Um, another good one that's a little bit newer um, by Eric Schmidt called Trillion Dollar Coach has helped me to grow quite a bit. So many good lessons learned in there. Um, number four. So what actor would play you in a movie? I would uh, I would love to say Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> but I'm not sure I have quite the level of, of swag or charm or, or good looks that he does. But um, hell, hell, let's go with it anyways. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. And finally, what is going to be the title of your autobiography? Hmm. I'm a big fan of one word things. So 
I would say uh, balance. Um, I struggle with this word all of the time, as my team knows. And, you know, anyone who knows me best, my fiance, soon to be wife, knows. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's a struggle. Um, and it's my word of 2022 that I, that I have as a core focus, right? One word of 2022. Um, and it's, it's certainly a focus of mine going forward beyond that from a personal growth standpoint, since I do struggle with it so much, but it would definitely be called balance. Um, although I guess that actually, as this episode is airing, my fiance, Stephanie will be my wife. So that's a little extra nugget. I guess that's number six in my founder five. <laughs> so maybe wish me a congratulations if you want. But uh, I, uh, I think you should probably be telling her congratulations that she's able to put up with, uh, with someone like myself. Either way, um, thank you guys for, for listening in. Um, sorry for the soliloquy at the end. And uh, let's grow. That's it. If you loved today's episode of The Dirt, Make sure you rate it on your favorite platform. And if you really liked us, go ahead and leave us an honest review. Thanks again for tuning in to The Dirt.